Hello, hello everybody and welcome to A Day in the Life of Zori podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. I am Zori, your host. Thank you so much for tuning in this week. So on this week's episode, we are going to be discussing all things Disney. So last week was spring break for both of my kids. And unbeknownst to us, we decided to book a Disney vacation on basically Easter weekend and then So when we were booking this vacation several months back with our travel agent, um, and I'm going to go ahead and give her a shout out, it's Travel with Jerrica. She's part of Cupcake Castle Travel Company, and the travel agent that we work with is Izzy B slash Jerrica, J-E-R-I-C-A. She is phenomenal. We have been using her for years, and she has always help to create Disney magic for us. So unbeknownst to myself and my sister, we were actually both inquiring at the same time. And Jerrica actually made the connection. She said, are you guys traveling together again? Because you've literally both inquired about the same dates. Um, So we did decide to link up and essentially bundle our families together, right, for vacation. But little did we know that the weekend that we decided to begin our vacation was actually Easter weekend, which was actually a really bizarre experience for me because I have not ever had not been at church for Easter weekend, Um, I think with the exception of Michaela's birth in 2018, because she would have just literally been like a newborn, like a couple weeks old. Um... I haven't been not in church, so it was a very foreign feeling to not be at church on Easter Sunday. Um, However, you know, we had already made the plans, we booked everything, so we decided to go ahead and move forward and just, you know, this was a one-off year where we weren't at church. But anyway, let's get to the vacation. So first off, we decided to drive down um, the flights because it was Easter weekend were astronomical. Um, fares for flights from Connecticut to Florida, just unbelievable. It was almost going to cost the amount that we were paying for a seven-day on-site Disney trip. The flights were going to cost almost as much as that for our family of four. Um, and I just, I could not fathom paying that kind of money. So we decided to drive it. Um, on the way down, we did plan a stop midway. So we drove down all day Thursday, stopped in the uh, Carolinas, and then on Friday continued the route for another eight to 10 hours um, until we got to our destination. My sister, she works in the education field, um, so she actually had to work on Thursday. Friday they had off, um, so they actually drove Thursday evening straight through to Disney. Um, Yeah, it was sheer insanity for both of us, regardless of the situation. Um, but we get there on Friday and obviously first day is not a park day. It's just kind of like, let's figure out the hotel. Let's figure out our setup. Let's unpack. We're going to be here for a week, settle our things. And let's just kind of prepare for the morning because the chaos begins in the morning, right? So Saturday before Easter was our first park day. 
and we decided to go to Hollywood Studios, start off in Hollywood Studios. We figured Magic Kingdom and Epcot would be like really, really busy over the weekend, um, especially with Epcot having the Garden Festival and the Flower and Garden Festival. And then Magic Kingdom is just like a hot commodity for everyone, so the weekend is always going to be busier. So Saturday, we decided to hit Hollywood Studios, and of course, in Hollywood Studios, two of the big things right now are Toy Story Land, which we've been to before. We went to it um, shortly after it opened several years back. And then, of course, the newest and hottest commodity, the Star Wars um, land. And we have, we traveled with kids ages 12, 5, four turning five that weekend and two turning three that weekend. So most of the crew was littles, um, with the exception of my oldest daughter, who's 12. And of course we had to kind of divide and conquer some of the things we were trying to achieve. So we wanted to have character meet and greets. We wanted to have experiences that all of the kids could partake in, um, including my littlest niece. And of course, we still wanted to hit all of the thrill rides, the new things that we haven't experienced while we were in every single park. So for Hollywood Studios, some of the new things that we had not yet done was the, um, the Star Wars Rise of the Resistance, the uh, Mickey and Minnie's Rail Runaway Railway, and... I'm really mixing this up. I don't think Guardians was there. If I'm wrong, don't hold me to it, okay? I, I'm torn between Guardians being there or somewhere else. And then, of course, your standard um, run-of-the-mill ride. So we always do Tower of Terror while we're there. The kids got to ride the very first roller coaster on Slinky, the Slinky Dash. and um, all of the littles were able to do like the alien saucers in Toy Story Land, the buzz, um, you know, like shooting play game, um, and just, you know, all the fun things. We got to see some really fun, like, interactions with kids and families and seeing things for the very first time. So as we were walking from one part of the park to another, a little boy literally jumped out of his stroller and he literally like jumped out of his stroller and was just in awe of seeing Buzz. Um, so the Buzz, you know, character persona was out in the park. And this little boy just, it was just the sweetest, most genuine, excited um, response to seeing Buzz. And it was so cute. And we were just like, our mom hearts just instantly melted, right? We're like, oh my God, that is just the sweetest most adorable reaction. Um, and then my nieces were like so cute with like some of the interactions we got to see in Hollywood studios. We did see a frozen like musical sing along thing and we didn't really know what we were signing up for, but it was so hilariously funny for the parents. Um, and of course, super enjoyable for the kids because you have like Anna coming out and she's looking for Elsa and then you see Kristoff and then you see a couple of characters that are pretending to be like the historians of Arendelle. And then at the end, Elsa comes out and she makes it snow and like it literally snows all over you and it's just so much fun. The kids 
loved it. Um, and so did we. It was just a nice sit down, cool, like refreshing spot to be in. And the show was seriously enjoyable. It was 30 minutes. Um, it was so much fun. And then we decided to cut our day in half. So we did Hollywood Studios for the bulk of the day up to like maybe like two o'clock ish. And it was over, it was in the 90s that day. So it was very extremely hot. You know, we come from Connecticut. So um, it was very hot. And if you've been to Florida, you know, the humidity is just real. So we decided to take midday break give everybody some downtime. And then we returned in the evening where we went to dinner and did a couple of the rides that we had booked later in the day. So all in all, Hollywood Studios was very successful. We did everything that we wanted to in that park. Um, The lines, you know, did definitely exist in some of the stuff we thought was just crazy amount of wait time. Um, for some of the really simple things, which was just a little nutty, but we had a great time. All in all, I think everybody got everything that they wanted out of that park, so it was great. Day two, we decided to hit Animal Kingdom, again, because it's not always super busy. On a weekend, we're expecting Magic Kingdom, Epcot, those kinds of places to be super jam-packed. And of course, Animal Kingdom is a shorter day park because it closes fairly early. It closes at like 8 o'clock. We did rope drop for Animal Kingdom, and we decided to book it all the way to... um, First, we had booked Flight of Passage was already booked for us, but we decided to haul it to... um, Navi River, which my sister said that they had really enjoyed on a date night that they had in our previous trip, and all the kids could ride. So we decided to do Navi River. I'm not going to lie, it's a pretty boring ride. Um, You're just really kind of going on a boat and just moving around and whatnot. But it was actually really, really pretty. So it was something visually very beautiful to look at. Um, You know, it's the land of Pandora, and you see all the, the, the really, like, fluorescent type coloring on the plants and animals and creatures. So it was really, really pretty. And then of course, once we completed that, which there was absolutely no wait time for because we like booked it to Pandora land, then we went over to the safari, which we did have booked first thing in the morning. Um, that day was kind of like wishy-washy in terms of like potential rain, like rain having happened early in the morning. Um, but we decided to go to the safari we, we had read everywhere that maybe the morning is a really good time. Um, as long as it's not raining, the animals usually come out. And I, I thought it was a fairly successful safari trip. We've done the safari on every single Disney trip we've ever been to. And um, it is honestly one of my favorite attractions just because you get to see the animals. And I just, I love seeing the animals. Um, and knowing that all of these animals have been rescued and are being protected and cared for and provided ample space to live in is really cool because, you know, you can hear all the, you know, all the stuff that Disney does for the organization to help save and preserve these creatures, you know, um, and keep them safe and ensure that they don't, you know, go completely extinct. So we got to see giraffes, which are my absolute favorite. I love to see giraffes. We got to see some hippos, elephants. We saw the lion and lionesses. Um, We saw a ton of flamingos. They had just had babies, so there was so many flamingos in the water. Um, We got to see um, a couple of different, like, deer-looking things and, like, crazy stuff. We got to see a couple of cheetahs um, and, like, just really cool 
visual, right? You're just going around the safari and it was just really, really nice. Um, the safari person, the cast member that was um, doing our tour was like really animated and really fun and very informative. I love the safari. I'm like a total nerd. I love to hear all about all their stuff. So we do the safari and then of course we're just kind of running around Animal Kingdom. We're trying to find things to do. Um, we did have breakfast scheduled at Animal Kingdom. We ate at Tusker House for breakfast. So we did a couple of things like smaller attractions and rides and then we went to breakfast at Tusker House which was a little bit later morning like 9.45. Um, Tusker House, this was our first interaction with. My sister had been there before I think for dinner um, and she said that they really enjoyed it. The character interaction was really fun. So we went for breakfast. Breakfast, I am going to say, was pretty fantastic. You get that fantastic, like, pineapple, guava, whatever mixed juice that Disney is signature for, which we absolutely love. And then they had, it was a breakfast buffet. So you have all of your standard. You have pastries and, like, bagels and stuff. You have waffles. You have pancakes, different kinds of waffles. You have Mickey waffles and Simba waffles. You have pancakes. You have sausage, bacon, home fries, tater tots, the whole nine yards. And they have, you know, your standard cold cereals. They have some hot cereals. Um, just really good. All around delicious. The drinks were great. Um, and then you get to meet Donald, Daisy, Goofy, Mickey and Minnie, I want to say. And I'm going to tell you right off the bat that of the character interactions, on Saturday we also did Hollywood and Vine. Um, again, a buffet, total hit. The kids all ate. Um, we all found nice, delicious things to have. And again, that was a character meal. And there we met Goofy, Pluto, Mickey, and Minnie. And so cute. Love, love, love. Right? Super cute. But Tusker House. Daisy at Tusker House, whoever is the castmate that gets to be Daisy, was absolutely flipping adorable. One, they were like the tiniest Daisy I've ever seen. And she was flipping adorable. Like the cust the client interaction, you know, the cast member interaction with the kids was just super sweet, super fun. Um so we just, we thoroughly enjoyed ourselves. It was a nice long break for breakfast. Um, just really good. We leave breakfast and then we were planning to catch the Lion King and it had started to rain actually when we got out of breakfast. So we decided to book it over to the Lion King, which was phenomenal. If you've never done the Animal King show at Animal Kingdom, you are missing out, my friend, because it is legendary. The people are so incredibly talented. Like, the singers just, like, chills, straight chills as soon as they open their um, their mouths to begin the show. Um, and it's just so fun. You get to see your favorite characters, and, like, there's, like, acrobats doing, like, you know, all kinds of things. It's just super fun. Again, that's, like, a 30-minute attraction. So definitely plan your day accordingly, but it is absolutely worth stopping to go see the Lion King show. And it, again, a welcome sit-down break, right? You can find the, the performance times and plan a nice 30-minute break for everybody to be in the cool air and sit down and just kind of take a load off for a little while. 
So once we got out of the Lion King show, it did stop raining. So then we hit Dinosaur Land, and Michaela was absolutely terrified of the dinosaur ride. Um, if you know, you know. Then we did, you know, the little Dino Land that's there. I'm going to tell you the MVP of this trip was the flippin' refillable popcorn bucket. Um, you pay like 15 bucks the first time for this bucket, and then you pay $3 for refills of popcorn during your entire stay. So, needless to say, this bucket was refilled. My sister got one, I got one, and all we did was freaking refill the damn popcorn bucket because it was delicious. It's freshly popped every time. Oh, so good. Anyway, so we're at Dino Land. You know, the kids are riding. They're having a great time. And then, you know, Animal Kingdom just kind of wears you out. It's just kind of like you walk around a lot. Um, we did do, then we went over to the, the Kilimanjaro like area and you do the roller coaster. Oh my God, I'm totally blanking. The one with the Yeti. I can't think of what it is to save my life. Um, so we do the Yeti roller coaster. Michaela gets to ride on it. That's my youngest. She's five. She what, she met the height requirement. And we told her, you're going to love it. You loved Slinky Dash. You loved um, some other stuff. So we're like, you're really going to like it. It's a fast one. It's fun. Well, let me tell you guys. We get on the roller coaster and she's like super pumped. She's like, yeah, we're going to do this. And I'm like, great. So then she's like, mom, is the Yeti going to come out? And I'm like, no, honey. He's just, it, they show like a shadow, like visual of the Yeti. It's like a a screen projection. I said, but he's not really going to come out. Remember, this is all pretend, right? Because she's five. So she's trying to like navigate between the land of real and make-believe, right? And I'm trying not to kill the magic, but also trying not to have her have a stroke. So we're going and we see the jet, you know, the Yeti production. And then if you've been on this ride, you know that once you go forward to a certain point, the tracks quote unquote look broken. And then you ride backwards for a second. Well, when the thing started to go backwards, my child next to me, her eyes rolled to the back of her head, and I swear she lost consciousness for like all of 2.2 seconds. She came right to and then started squealing and yelling, but my heart like literally dropped. I was like, oh my God, we're killing our kid by putting her on this ride. She was fine, gets out of the roller coaster, and people hear her. She's like, I loved it, and a lady was like coming in, and she's like, you go, girlfriend. Um you know, scared me for a hot second, but she loved it. And I knew she was going to love it. My kids are total adrenaline junkies and I should worry about that, but not today. Um, so she loved it. Love, love, loved it. Then they were going to go ahead and do the flight of passage over in Pandora land. I was supposed to do it, but I honestly had been kind of <laughs> ride out, um, tired. So I went ahead and said, look, Michaela's tall enough and we didn't book her for the ride because I wasn't sure about her motion sickness um, on that particular ride. But I said, if you want to take her, you can take her. I think she'll be fine. Um, just, you know, be mindful that that one's kind of like on an individual bike type thing, um, how it looks. So I was like, just please be careful with her because she's little. Again, send them off on their way. And then me and my sister decide to take in the Nemo show. Um, which I believe is new at Animal Kingdom. Let me tell y'all, if you have slept on the Nemo show in Animal Kingdom, 
don't, okay? This thing was a production and then some. My niece chose the worst seats in the house. She wanted to sit in the freaking front row. Terrible views. But this show was phenomenal. It was amazing. The, um, just the costuming and like performance of all of it, all the actors and players, this show was phenomenal. It's essentially a very abbreviated version of the Finding Nemo story, the OG story. And it was fantastic. Like so awesome. I was like, I freaking love this shit. Um, my niece then had us move even closer. Um, I'm not going to lie. The closer center front row was a little bit better. Um, but like, I think definitely if you can sit like even a few rows back, you'll be great. The performers were amazing. The, just the production value on this thing. I was like, this is fantastic. Like it was just a phenomenal thing to watch. Um, and again, ran about 30 minutes. So by the time that we wrapped up, the people over in the flight of passage side had concluded their trip. And then after that, we called it quits. Okay. We were done with animal kingdom. Everybody, you know, my sister wanted to do some more stuff. It was my niece's birthday that Sunday. So they're like, we're going to take her and see if she wants to buy some toys for her birthday. So we're just going to do a little shopping and strolling around. So we divided, you know, divided households. We went ahead and left, got some food at the Disney McDonald's and went back to our hotel to freaking relax because that day was exhausting. So then the next two days we knew were going to be even more exhausting because we were hitting up Epcot on Monday. And then we were going to go ahead and hit Magic Kingdom from rope drop to closing on Tuesday. So yeah, I know we're insane. I don't know why we did this to ourselves. We could have had a gap day in between, but no, we like to ride at dawn. <laughs> so Monday we hit Epcot. Again, we do um, rope drop style to Epcot. And it was a little busy in the morning. We noticed crowds pretty much immediately. And um, we were trying to decide what we should do. We had already booked something for everyone to do. And we were trying to book the frozen ride that they have in Epcot. Because, of course, we have three of the four children we are with are five and under. And... We wanted to get them to see this particular ride. We thought it was going to be fun. And then the freaking ride was out of service for like more than half the day that day. Um, I'm not really sure what transpired for that to happen, but it was just kind of weird. So we decided to do, we went over to the, um, we went over to France to do the Ratatouille ride, which we had booked. The line for the Ratatouille ride without the Genie Plus Lightning Pass, I am going to tell you right off the rip, early in the morning was over an hour. Um, and we literally had just like walked into the park. We did do the Ratatouille ride. And we, we you feel kind of weird when you can just waltz on in um, and everyone else is waiting forever. But, you know, you got to learn how to play the system, y'all. These things exist for everyone. You just got to know how to use them. Um, so we waltz into the Ratatouille ride. One, I'm going to tell you that the, the the ride vehicle that you ride in is a mouse and it's freaking adorable. It's a rat, right? 
the cutest rats ever. The entire waiting area is all ratatouille out. It's like you're in France and you can see, you know, Chef Cousteau and all that. I mean, can you tell that I love ratatouille? Like, I love ratatouille. That's one of my favorite movies from Disney. So we get on the ride and the ride, you're basically a rat in the kitchen. Such a cool concept. Such a cool concept. So we like ride it and, you know, we're like a rat scurrying through the kitchen and you feel heat and air and you get wet when they, you know, slosh the mop um, towards the cart that you're in. So cool. Like if you haven't done it, definitely worth checking out. It's so cool. If you are a fan of the movie Ratatouille, absolutely must do. So we do that. We come out and we see that Belle is over on one of the areas in Epcot doing meet and greets. And this is like peasant Belle, like townsgirl Belle, not the yellow gown Belle. So we're like, we need to meet Belle. Like This is, hello, she's right here. So we get in line and freaking wind starts blowing and Belle's hair is getting all discombobulated. So she has to go back to the costumer to get her hair pinned and sprayed. So we had to wait again. Um, but we got to meet Belle, which was really fun. Then we did finally get to the Frozen ride, which all of our kids loved, loved, loved. I missed Mulan on this trip. She was only going to be available like for a small window of time that day. So I was kind of bummed that I didn't get to see Mulan because I love Mulan. She's my numero uno Disney movie princess character. I am obsessed with Mulan. She's my fave. So I miss Mulan, but I did go to China and I got some egg rolls and some boba tea and I bought some some umbrellas because it was raining. Um, so they were really pretty and just beautiful. I love the land of China. I can't wait to go there one day. So I miss Mulan. We did the frozen stuff, which was really nice. Um, then we decided to do, we, we got to do test track, which Michaela loved. She loved designing the car and doing the whole thing. And she loved riding the car even more. So test track, an absolute must do if your kid's tall enough. It's such a fun ride. It's, it's a fun creative process for them to design the car and then to be able to ride and quote unquote test it and see how they do. Um, Michaela loved the fact that we won um, some of the categories and we were top. So super cool. And then you walk out of the ride and then you get to see like some really awesome cars that you can take pictures with. So it's just a cool photo op all around. Um, once we did that, my sister had done some character meets. So she got to meet Joy and Vanellope from Wreck-It Ralph. We didn't really do a whole lot of meet and greets. We did do um, the picture photo op in front of the ball. And that was nice that those pictures came out nice. They were at the end of the day. They had some beautiful flower and garden displays. Um, some of them were just like, you're like, wow, like how do they make these things? But just absolutely stunning displays. So if you've never been during the flower and garden festival, it's strictly for the shrubbery, like the art that they can make from plants. is just amazing. And they have people maintaining these things at all times. So you see the workers and they're out there cleaning up, weeding, doing whatever they need to do to keep that looking pristine. It's just amazing. 
We didn't do a whole lot of eating or drinking in Epcot. Um, we did eat at the Connections Eatery, um, just for a quick service take, um, like takeout type meal with the kids midday. Um, the food was actually pretty decent. We, my sister and I got pizza. The kids had, um, chicken tenders and fries. The pizza was pretty good. Um, you get just like, you know, like, um, machine drinks and, um, all in all, it was pretty good, pretty decent, decent value. I'm trying to think, what else did we do in Epcot? Oh, we got to do Soren, which Michaela loved. We do, we do always take in the, like, the land, what is it called? Something, the way of the land or something. It's a really boring, slow ride. Boring in the sense that it's not like a thrill ride. You're just kind of riding on a boat and hearing stuff. I very much enjoy all the information that they share for you, you know, for people, um, on the ride, but of course the kids aren't listening to that. They're just kind of looking and taking stuff in. But Michaela loves plants, so she loved it. Um, I'm sure Ariana could have done without, but whatever. Michaela thinks escalators are right. All right, so going up and down to get to Soren into these places, she loved. Um, what else did we do? Oh, in Epcot was the Guardians of the Galaxy ride. So scratch the prior comment about Hollywood Studios. It was in Epcot. And I'm going to tell you, the Guardians of the Galaxy ride was probably all of our favorite. Um, it's like a super thrill, super fun, fast, all kinds of directions roller coaster. And man, they did such a great job with it. Like it's just, it's like a cross between... I don't know if you've ever ridden that like goofies, whatever, that like would whip you side to side. Um, so it does have some of those movements, but then it's got like the speed of like rock and roller coaster. And then it's got like the motion, like you turn around and you go forwards and backwards and sideways. It's just phenomenal. It was so good. The visuals were amazing. And just like, it's, it's fast. It's got good music. It's just fun. Literally so great and it's not super short it's a great ride um just really really good time every single one of us that got to ride this ride said it was by far their favorite one um so definitely worth riding definitely if you need to pay for it like it's worth it like i'm telling you of all the rides that we did um like an extra lightning pass for that we paid for this was the one that was Chef's kiss, thousand percent worth it. Then, last and not least, Magic Kingdom Day. We did rope drop. Um, we had Cinderella's Royal Table reservations for eight oh five that morning. So we literally got to go into the park before anyone else really gets to. Um, we got some cool like castle pictures because of it, and then. We go to breakfast, you get to meet Cinderella right off the bat. She welcomes you into the castle and then you go upstairs and you get to meet uh, Ariel, Sleeping Beauty, Jasmine, and Snow White, additionally beyond Cinderella. Um, the breakfast is, it's a menu breakfast, so you've already paid for the breakfast before you even get there and it's an astronomical price, let me tell you that. The breakfast, um, I got a like apple filled French toast thing. It was delicious. It was kind of like a bread pudding with apples in it. Um, 
And I got that with a side of bacon. You get pastries for the entire table, like a tray of pastries. Um, among the pastries were some chocolate croissants, some bis, like a blueberry, Mickey-shaped muffin top-looking things, chocolate croissants, and mini cinnamon roll, all of which were exquisite. The blueberry Mickey muffin tops are delicious, perfectly baked. Um, and then the kids picked like the Mickey waffles and then changed their minds. So then they, they were able to bring them some cereal. They bring them cereal with milk on the side. The kids got like fruit, um, just very accommodating, very nice, a little overpriced for my taste, but the experience of meeting all of those princesses in one shot, you get to take pictures, they sign autographs, they do the whole thing. Then at the end, the kids get a wand or a sword. They get their choice, the wand or a sword. And um, of course, when you walk in and you do the photo op with Cinderella, that's like an actual photo op, so it's a professional photo. So it's just really nice. Um, you get to eat in the castle, which, you know, who says they can do that all the time or who's ever done that. And then, you you know, you get like a nice fun view of the park. Once we did that, then we went ahead and booked some fun rides for the kids. So we did a couple of um, your standards, your your tea, what is it, the teacups, and we did like the barnstormer and the Dumbo ride. We did get onto the mine train, the dwarfs, seven dwarfs mine train. Um, the kids really like that. Um, what else did we? our kids loved you know what I'm going to tell you they loved they loved the carousel directly behind the castle the princess carousel we rode on that I don't even know how many times but we did all of that we also did it's a small world and some stuff over in oh we did the jungle cruise for some reason that day Aladdin's carpets were not running um all day like we were there from morning to night and it was not um, we did jungle cruise. We did, we hit the tiki room. My husband and oldest rode Splash Mountain. We did, um, Animal Kingdom, excuse me, Ep Magic Kingdom houses the new Tron ride. We did do that. So both sets of adults did the Tron ride. Um, that was really fun. Very short though. So in my opinion, not worth paying extra bucks for it. Um, unless it's like, you're just trying to ride it for the very first time. If we go again, I definitely wouldn't shell out the cash for it. It was nice. It was fun, but it was extremely short for what it is. Um, what else did we do? Oh, we did Crystal Palace for dinner. Again, another buffet. A bit overpriced, but the characters they were so flipping cute so you get to meet Pooh, tigger and eeyore absolutely the cutest character interactions by none like by far like so so cute midday my sister had appointments for her kids to do the bibbity property boutique a little bit later we had an appointment for our youngest to do that um and here's going to be my full review on that all right so Bippity Boppity Boutique, you, there are a few different price points, but if you are going to go and you're going to take your kid 
you know they're going to want wardrobes. So either A, come equipped and have them already in wardrobe, or B, be ready to shell out 200 bucks, right, for this appointment. So, of course, we shell out the 200 bucks. I was supposed to pack a dress and I forgot. Um, for that price, so it was like 212 and some change. That's the total price. I'm going to be completely transparent, right? Bibbidi Bobbidi Boutique. It's directly behind the castle. And the actual hairdo part is right at the bottom of the castle. So, we go to Bibbidi Bobbidi Boutique. You check in. The, you have to have an appointment. Like, there's no way you're getting in there without so you have to have an appointment. We booked that shit months in advance. Um, excuse my language. But um, so we check in. They're telling me that we're running behind. So I'm like, oh, Jesus, Lord, how long is this going to take? So the appointment can take anywhere from an one hour to an hour and a half for the appointment itself. Once you're in there. Um, it's all dependent on how indecisive your kid is and how busy the place is. So clearly they were busy. They were running a half hour behind. So I'm like, all right. So I put the APB out to the other parties. So my sister's still in there. Her appointment was about 45 minutes before ours. So she's like, we're still in here. It's moving slowly. Like, we're not going anywhere for a while. My husband and oldest are doing rides. And I tell them, hey, do what you need to do for the next, like, two hours. Because we're not leaving anytime soon. All right. So they can enjoy and continue doing rides, doing whatever they can do. For a party of two, right? Significantly simpler for them to enjoy some stuff. So we go in and immediately my kid decides what her dress is. Um, and we get called in actually relatively quickly, considering what they said they were like 20 to 30 minutes behind. I don't really think we waited that long. We get in, and then the second part of, of the place is where the kids pick their gowns and accessories and whatnot. I'm like, all right, look, she already knows she wants Elena Valor. Let's find the dress, the size, and the quality. So you choose the dress. The dress comes with accessories. It comes with a tiara, which is a very nice, heavy-duty quality tiara. And then they get a wand that corresponds with whoever they're dressing up as. The dress is beautiful, and it's not your standard, like, Amazon-type dress that you're going to buy that has no layers. This dress has layers of skirt. Um, to make it fluffy. It's very nice quality. It's got really pretty detailing. Easily like a $75 to $80 dress, if not $100, to be honest. Just being completely transparent on the quality of information that you're going to get. And if you've never done Bipidi Boutique and you're considering it and you're um, listening, I just want to be completely transparent, right? I'm telling you what it costs and I'm telling you what you get. So you're getting the dress. You're getting a nice, very nice tiara which is easily $25, $30 alone for the tiara. The wand is probably going to run you about $20 anywhere that you buy. So that's three things, right? So you're going to dress, tiara. You go into the dressing room. So they set up the dressing room. They hang their gown. It's really actually completely adorable how they do it. Um, so they bring you in and they have her stand in front of this mirror, this very interesting looking mirror. and then. Out comes from the mirror, an image comes on, and it is the fairy godmother. So she tells them what's coming up, you know, how special today's going to be because we're getting, you know, being transformed into this princess, blah, 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 blah. And let's say the magic words, bipti, bopti, boo. So we, you know, let the lady know that we're good. She puts on her dress, 
and like her pictures from the actual like finished product she's got serious rbf on it right um her face is very serious and simply because she's just overwhelmed right um she doesn't do well with strangers um and she gets a little bit overwhelmed and you can see it, it's reflective in her face but in that dressing room where it's just me and her and that mirror I have like the cutest video clip of her just like twirling around in her dress and just smiling and just feeling beautiful for that alone this $200 was worth it, right? My kid just, she's looking in this mirror and she's feeling just super special and just, not that she doesn't feel special any other day because she does, you know, we love our children and we shower them with love and affection and, you know, making them feel special and valued. But this was just like a different kind of special and, um, you can see it in her face and it was just so cute. Then we come out and we sit in the waiting room for them to call you to get her hair um, finished and done. So along with, that's also when you pay is when you actually come out of the dressing room and the kids are dressed already. Um, so, you know, they charge you up. Great. Thank you. And then we go to, um, they call her and they call princess Michaela. They call them by, you know, whatever their chosen name is for the day. So they call princess Michaela and they bring her in. We go to the salon and they're all ready for her and you know they're like what do you want with your hair um so they have a couple of different styles for the kids to choose of course my kid loves unicorn so she chose unicorn hair so she gets like hair extensions with multicolors and these really pretty multicolored flowers does it really match with her dress mm, not necessarily but that's what she wanted so it's her day so they start brushing her hair they paint her nails. So I can see that when they're brushing her hair, my kid's not comfortable with anyone brushing her hair. That morning I had done the bare minimum. I had brushed through her hair and like done like a very simple pony so that it would not be a mess for them to deal with when we got to her at the salon. So of course they're brushing it and they have to put it up in a high pony for her to get the extensions. So I like kind of see her face and she's kind of, she's not like the, the lady who's super gentle phenomenal, just beautiful woman, you know, taking care of my kid's hair. And she's like, oh my gosh, such beautiful hair. So she's brushing her hair and she's, you can see that she's just kind of uncomfortable because she's not used to anyone else brushing her hair except for me and her and Nana. Um, so they do her hair and I was, you know, it's secured to start installing the whatever. Then they do her makeup. So they do her makeup and she gets some eyeshadow and she gets some lip stuff and they do like a a face decal and then of course they've already painted her nails she has got her hair extensions in and all this stuff and then she gets to have pixie dust poured all over her hair um am i gonna lie the pixie dust really does it disappears over the course of the day so by the end of the night she didn't have very much left in her hair which was nice um so i don't know what the heck it is but good job disney um because nobody wants to be digging glitter for days um so they do the pixie dust and they ask her, do you want a lot or a little? And of course, what kid says a little, she said a lot. Um, so they give her like a little shield for her face and they, you know, they say Princess Michaela's wishes come true. Super cute. Then they give you like a little um, drawstring backpack. Um, it's pink and it says Bippy Boppy Boutique. And in the backpack, they give you all the combs that they used to do her hair. The remaining packs of the face decals that they put on her, her gemstone decals, they give you her nail polish, 
the makeup palette that they use for her. And they include a necklace of, what is it, like the pumpkin carriage from Fairy Godmother. That's a gift from Fairy Godmother to them. So all in all, you're getting a dress, tiara, wand, a necklace. So on those four things, even if all four of those things were $50 a piece, that already paid for itself. Because you know all of this is Disney merchandise. And you know, and I know, that Disney merchandise is not cheap. A Disney necklace of a carriage is probably going to run you 50 bucks. Realistically. 40 to $50, right? Um, so all in all, between those four things alone, like you paid for itself, and they give you a bag, and then they give you all the crap that they used on your kid. You get a whole little makeup palette that you bring home. You get a whole package of decal, like gem decals that she can use. Um, and then you get new combs. Hey, winning, right? So, and then you get this nifty little bag to carry it all in. So all in all, realistically, the $200 fee pays for itself. Um, because you get to go home with a bunch of crap. Um, the dress is beautiful. The tiara is magnificent. She has the wand. The wand comes equipped with batteries and ready to go. It operates and makes sounds and lights and whatnot. Um, so all in all, I think, I personally think that the fee is hundred percent worth it. Um, will I do this again? Probably not. It's a one and done for me. Um, however, if you have a little girl in your life, and you wish to do the one and done, the $200 fee is really not that astronomical when you really consider all the things that you walk away with. So I think that for this special, unique experience that they got, that's probably once in a lifetime because it's not going to be something that you do on every trip. It's worth it. Uh, my justification for it was that she just had a birthday at the end of March. And we went in early April. So I was like, you know what? This will be like a fun extra birthday thing that she gets to have. Um, all in all, Magic Kingdom was a hit. The girls were dressed up for the second half of our day. We did stay till closing. Um, we did the fireworks, which were beautiful. They give me chills every time. And my, my daughter and my nieces were singing the songs and just loving it. Seeing all the characters that appear on the, on the castle. It's just beautiful. Um, Wednesday was a rest day. We did hit Disney Springs in the afternoon, but it was kind of rainy and kind of chilly that day. So we didn't do a whole lot. Um, we were also just kind of mentally preparing for the fact that we were going to be the next day. Um, yeah, so all in all, we did, um, my, I guess the one thing I didn't mention is where we stayed, right? So I did say that we stayed at Disney. Um, this particular trip, we did a moderate um, resort, so we did do the Port Orleans French Quarter. We were in Building 7, and um, it was very nice. I think it, it, it was it was definitely an upgrade. We typically do, like, Pop Century Resort, um, which is a, a value moderate resort. Um, it's on... If it's moderate, it's on the lower end. If it's value, it's on the higher end of the values. I think it's, like just a step below the Art of Animation Resort. Um, I love Pop. I have nothing against Pop. Um, for this particular trip, she did quote me for like Pop, and then she quoted us for um, Port Orleans. And the difference, realistically, bottom line difference from one package to the next was like 300 bucks. 
So I said, if we're ever going to try a moderate resort, $300 sounds like a pretty reasonable price point to kind of just bump it up to the next thing. Um, so because of that, I did decide to do the Port Orleans French Quarter. Um, it's themed like New Orleans. Um, the French Quarter in New Orleans, the f- buildings are only like three floors high. So nothing like super crazy. Um, it is very nicely themed. It's not, let's see, how do I say this? It's not overly Disney themed. It is, however, themed to what it's supposed to be, which is New Orleans French Quarter. Um, the like little sidewalks look like the little pebble, like stone streets. Um, you have like the light, the lamp posts, light posts that look like that. And then you have like different signs with different street names. It's actually really, really cute. Um, and of course you can get beignets there. So we got beignets a couple of nights, um, fresh, 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 fresh beignets and they were delicious. Um, their eateries there were also really good. So we got, you know, we would eat there whenever we were at the hotel, we would just go down to the cafe and the cafe and just get food from there or menus or whatever their pool area was magnificent we did hit the pool while we were at the resort um and the pool was very nice they had a very nice fun safe area for the littles um and it was adjacent to the pool so it was kind of nice because my big kid could swim and I could watch my little and not really feel like I was disconnected from either um ample tools ample uh, ample towels excuse me ample space um and then you know there's always just nice, fun, light jazz music playing anywhere that you walk in the resort. So all in all, we really did like it. Um, I think if it's in the right price point, I would definitely stay at Port Orleans again. Um, we did have a boat ferry that would take you from Port Orleans to Disney Springs. So that's what we did on the Disney Springs, um, evening. We just took the boat ferry over and took it back to the hotel when we were done. So it was nice and easy, no driving, no nothing um, required. And all in all, I really do think that this was a very successful trip. We got to do all of the major things that we wanted to do as adults. We want, um, And we got to do all of the things that we wanted to experience with our littles on this particular trip. And um, I really think that everybody enjoyed it. We had magnificent weather except for that first Saturday at Hollywood Studios where it was hotter than hell. Um, the rest of the days were pretty mild, you know, in the eighties, but like a comfortable eighties. So like it was nice, um, to be out and not overly sunny, which made it nice to not have it be disgustingly gross. Um, it did rain on a couple of the park days. And of course, as long as you have a poncho, you know, that rain doesn't last at Disney, um, or in Orlando for that matter. So we just kind of experienced some passing showers. And as long as, you know, the strollers and stuff were covered, we were fine. Um, all in all, a very successful trip. I think that um, our love for Disney continues. I really would like to do a adult trip sometime in the near future just to kind of enjoy things at a more leisurely pace without having to worry about littles to entertain or feed or keep cool. Um, but we'll see. I she Jerrica's definitely dropped some very appealing deals. I'm just trying to not overextend myself on vacations because your girl has no self-control. 
Um, but all in all, we had a fantastic spring break. We were back in Connecticut by Friday. And we got to Connecticut. It was in the 90s. It was hotter in Connecticut than it was in Florida most of the week. So um, that was fun. But all in all, fantastic trip. Wonderful spring break. Uh, I'm not sure that I want to travel during spring break, ideally. I just feel like I'm always rushing to get home and make sure that everything's squared away to get everybody back to work and school the following week. Um, so we'll see what, what when we decide to go again and how we take, you know, take that on. Um, I personally would still like to go at the end of October to see the transition between fall, Halloween, and the holidays. Um, because I hear that it's magical and it's definitely a dream of mine to go. I also told my husband that I might run away and go to Disneyland Paris just because it looks so pretty. Um, yeah, so that's on my Anyway, uh, I thank you guys for hanging on with me for a longer episode than normal. I hope that you've enjoyed my quote-unquote review Disney Insights. My husband does all the planning for Disney, so like I, I front the money and book it and choose the dates um, and the place that we stay. He does everything else. He plans the dining reservations. He plans all of the rides. He handled the Genie Plus and Lightning Lanes and all of that stuff. Um, yeah, so if you are somebody who does not know how to navigate Disney, um, feel free to reach out to my email and let me know and I can put him in contact with you because he sickly enjoys it. It's like sick. He, I, I, I think it's a game for him to like put a challenge forth to get all the things done that you want to do. But we did. We managed to do everything that we wanted to and then some and enjoyed um, a really nice resort and just had a fun time. Um, because we had our cars, it was nice and easy. Disney parking was free on resorts and in the parks because we were hotel guests of Disney. So all they do is scan your magic band and in you go. Um, if you decide to do premier parking, then you just pay the difference from standard parking to premier. So I think it's like 20 bucks a day. Um, for you to do that if you wanted to do premiere. But overall, I think Disney transportation works perfectly fine. We just didn't want to wait in all the lines that you have to sometimes at the end of the night. Um, especially having the littles. It just gets really like uncomfortable and annoying. Um, yeah, so that is it for this week's episode. Thank you so, so much for tuning in. I hope that you found some insightful, fun things of, about our trip. And I hope that if you've already had spring break, they had an awesome one. And if you are in spring break at this time, I hope that you're having a fantastic break. And, you know, if you've never been to Disney and have been on the fence and you have kids, um, take the trip at least once. It's worth it. So thank you so much, guys, for tuning in. Until next time.